0: Hey family, you're tuning in to the Jimmy Bonds podcast on Philadelphia Radio. Pardon any technical difficulties as we are recording live on the Zoom platform. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh? Jimmy, lights, camera, action. Some people thought I quit, and I ain't giving satisfaction. From a different era, writing rhymes I'm up on napkin. napkins. What you had to say was more important man, the traffic. Yeah, I'm talking back. Huh. And speaking of continued- And welcome back we to Jimmy Bonds Podcast. And it'll love you, Radio Rumba Family. You can call us with your comments or questions at 844 844 1244. Again, it's 844 844 1244. You can also email us at Jimmy at gmail.com. Again, it's Jimmy Bonds Podcast at gmail.com. It's J I M Y B O N D S Podcast at gmail.com. family we are we are discussing this topic of the black man experience or the man of color experience my brother ty over here correcting me i love it got my brothers on here my my brother kelvin down from dc my brother terrence henry from the terrence henry experience podcast my brother my podcast brother my brother i talk to all the time we are discussing our experience family from from we've talked about our careers in the first segment We talked about relationships in the second segment. On this third segment, I wanted to try to kick it off with with an experience I think that the three brothers have already experienced, and that is child support. That is something that I think a lot of brothers talk about. They don't, you know, a lot of good brothers go through this and and shouldn't be going through this right now because this it's it's a very it's a very sensitive topic. Now I have no experience in child support and I'm not gonna go there. I'm praying I never do, but my three brothers here definitely understand the processes of it and what they've experienced. So Ty, share share, share, with, share with us and the family what you know about child support. The child support and custody court system ain't shit.
1: That's what it is. <laughs> it's geared towards breaking up families. That's why it was put together. Philly has the biggest child support court system in the world, Philadelphia. Philadelphia was built on separating the family. The child is crazy. When I first went down there, I had to deal with them You know, me and my daughter's mother at the time was going through it, right? So they're telling me, they're asking me, well, how much do you make? I said, you're looking at it right there on the computer. Why do you have to ask me? You see what I'm making. So let's not play this game. So we go through all of that. And they're like, okay, uh, it's final. You're going to get a letter in the mail. I'm like, wait a minute. She's keeping me from my daughter. I need to see my daughter. They said, oh, you have to go and file in child custody court. That's something different. So I'm in there snapping. Why do I have to file for child custody court to see my daughter and we're in child support court and everything is based off of one child? Why is it two separate courts? So again, there's a stratagem for our division. They split the courts in half just so that you have to go through that. You have child custody, child support, but you're dealing with one entity, the child. And there's a reason why they do that. They got to keep the family separated. Once you, real quick, So whenever you have to register something, what you do is you're giving up your equal rights or your natural born rights to have something. Whenever you have to register anything, birth certificate, car, voter registration, what you're doing is you're giving up your rights. When a child is born, that child is not yours. That child is the custody of the state. So what happens is, for example, we didn't get into the courts so my daughter was, I want to say around four or five. So from the time my daughter came into this world to the time we went to child custody court and child custody was filed, the state owned our child. That was the the state's property. That is how it works out whenever you have a child. Until you go and file for custody, the state owns that child. I didn't know that until I went through the court system I started doing research on. Now, the thing I always tell people is don't go to the courts. Stay away from the courts. But again, back in the 80s, going into the 90s, the images that were put out there was taking the child custody support. Child support, child custody support are the two things that they were telling people or women to do, to get at men. You break up the family by doing that. We get partial custody and we're only allowed to see our children on weekends. That didn't make sense to me. I had a special bond with my daughter. I want to see my daughter whenever I want to see my daughter. You can't tell me when to see my daughter. And went not to see my daughter. So that was my big argument and fight with them. And I said to hell with them anyway. I just went and got my daughter whenever I wanted to. Until eventually my daughter's mother and her had a fight, which was probably like two years afterwards. And she tells me, come get your daughter. Why do we have to go through this child support, child custody? They're telling me I need to pay a certain amount of money. I said, you know what? F all this. I'm tired of the DS, right? I found out how to get out of it when I was doing it. Disability man, I came up with all kinds of disability letters, sent them in, and I didn't have to pay. They yeah, I know disability stops you from having to pay child support, but they're not gonna tell you that. No, nah, they can tell you that, you at, all. They tell you tell that you at all. You know what I mean? They're not gonna tell you that. Dang. But the I child mean, support and child custody is built on taking the, the black man away from the family. And again, even when I was researching that, there's no law on the law books that classifies black. That's why I keep emphasizing black. If we got to get away from black, there's nothing on the law books that classify us as black. We're calling ourselves black because they labeled us that. You know what I mean? And when you're dealing with child custody and child support, you're dealing with a system that is against you from the jump. There are some good men out here, but again, man, if you're not treating them like, I don't see them DMX type of dudes going down there. You, you always see the good guys down there yep. that don't deserve to be down there. Yep ones the that want to be in their kid's life, yeah. The, the guys that are just hitting and running, half the time, they don't even show up down there. Nah, nah. They duck in the court system
0: altogether. Yeah, yeah. You know, but... They, they lock, they locking good brothers up for child support. They're locking them up and, you know... That's how you break the and, family. And then you talk about this. They're locking them up. We can't get jobs because nobody wants to hire us, right? Or if we get jobs, we can barely afford to pay child support. You know what I'm saying? So it's like it's 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 a it's a lose lose every which way around. You it's know how you mean? break up the family, to and lose, that's the lose. whole
1: purpose of it to break up the family. Yeah, just like crazy. the welfare system is in place to break up the family. Yeah, it is you can't have a man in the house. You can't, you, you know. what I mean, you gotta leave when they got inspection. <laughs> you know what I mean like, <laughs> 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 it's
0: true, bro. You know I mean? so,
2: so one well, I miracle, mean, yeah. Go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, sorry, no, fellas. No, I mean interject, but but no, no. So I've been on, I've been on child support what, since 2018. I ain't know nothing about it. Totally Bluetooth. And the one thing is, like you said, good dudes, they got to go through it. I went through hard times when I was on it because it's like I feel like I had to always keep going down there to tell them something because I was scared. But I will say this when I went down there and I told them that I wasn't working and <clears throat> we had to have a meeting. That lady. No, this is what happened. I had got a new job. I'll never forget. This. I had got a new job. So back, so before COVID, you go down there you tell them, look, this is where I'm working at. This is all my information, right? That's what I was doing. So I go down there, I send them that. I get this text message from my child's mother. They say, listen, they saying you got to go down there because you gave them the wrong address. I, mean, I ain't getting no wrong. With it. What Well, they looking for? you, Law enforcement. So I go down there, have a whole meet. She ain't got to go. I got to go. Now I'm already pissed off. It's like, you know, why I'm on this shit? You know what I'm saying? I get down there. First of all, the case lay, I can't stand her. She's like, why haven't you been paying? Us? First thing she said to me, I was like, I just started my new job. I know it takes four to six weeks before y'all rest can start taking out. And at that time, I didn't know that you can just physically go down there and pay. I don't have time. Right. She said, well, you owe us eight hundred and seventy nine dollars and sixty three cents. I told I said, well, I don't have it because I just started and they hold two weeks of my pay. I said, once I get it, I can give you the money, but I, I got to work to give you the money. She was like, well, you knew you had to pay. I said, man, be honest with you. I just thought automatically when I gave all your information that y'all knew y'all was aware I was going to take it out. She's like, no, 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 no. She said, well, this is what's going to happen. Hello. She said, this is what's going to happen. She said, we're going to take away your license. We're going to take away, you're going to freeze your bank account and everything. So I said, well, let me ask you a question. I said, you're going to lock me up today. The sheriffs came in the room. They was ready to take me. So I had to remain calm. So I said, you're going to take me away today for six months. Of everything whereas I can just pay you when it comes. She said, Well, Mr. Henry, well, how much money you got? I said, I got 137. Give it, give it to me. The sheriff walked me down to the ATM, came back in, I gave him the money or whatever. Then we had to go into another because of the whole COVID thing. And I want to make a clear point to the to, to what you said about uh custody. So when I went down, I always had a lawyer. So what happened was, I'll make a long story short, when we left court in August. We had to do it on the Zoom like this. She told me, I was supposed to get my daughter that day. She told me, I'm not, you not getting her until we have the issue resolved. I said, okay, you know what I did? Because I had the money at the time. I, I I, I, I went to custody, partial custody. When I got the custody, you know, they granted me that every two weeks. I don't get it every two weeks, you know, but I do get her, but I have it on paper that anything in an event, if something happened, I got regardless. And she got pissed about that. Then I start reading up on how to pay and all like that. But they send you through all of this because they know that they can, and it's just a sense of control that they want to have because they upset said they're not with you to this day. I still do for my daughter, I'm still on child support. You would think she would say, you know what, let me take them off. She don't want to take me off. It's not it's about support. the child, it's
1: about you. Right.
2: It's right. It's about and, you. and it's clear, it's clear today. You know what I'm saying? She, hey, listen, I have no no ill wills for her. You know, she's a great mind, you know, but. It's just something that I live with now. You know what I mean? Like ten more years of this, I'll be off of.
1: No oh, man, I see. Yeah,
2: you know I'm saying you said T- ten more, years. 10 more years of this. Sound like a princess, boy. It's not that bad because the money that's being taken out it doesn't hurt my check. Yeah, I understand that. Yeah,
0: but you see but what I'm saying? It's still, it's it's still you're still doing for your child. You still already, are right. you still already vested into her and in, in every everything she's doing. You should be able to, you know, they they should take you off. I mean, the other thing, I think, Kevin, did you, I don't know if you, if I don't know if Kevin, Kevin, you talked about this or I heard you talk about this. You ever noticed that in in this, in this kind of arena, they can get away with, the women can get away with murder. They can, they can take you down for child support and not be your child. And they still, you still end up having to pay for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, They can they can take you for child support and they can I mean they can do the dirtiest things and it don't matter yeah. they still will take you for child support it don't matter what what they did you you can you can do everything by the book correct but mm-hmm. if they take you for child support it don't matter it don't matter, in the, it don't matter.
3: In, in the system and so you know uh, in and the stories that Ty told and T told and that I know man there are countless stories all throughout the country of that and so yeah. Um, my my issue is this: is that if we're going to be on a level playing field, to to then you have to give. If I took time, if because they'll say you help make the child, then you let me help raise the child, right? And in no way are black men saying we're running from our responsibilities. And, and, and let me make that clear: we're not running from our responsibilities. I think that one of the issues is that we're having the government in our business, and and, and 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 historically, the government has not been fair to black men. So we don't trust the justice system, no matter what it is, whether it's criminal, whether it's civil, whether it's it's family services. We just don't trust it. And so I was very green going in there and understanding and just doing whatever it is they told me they could do so I could leave. Right. I had no problem in paying and so much so that, you know, my child was with me all the time. Right. My thing was, if I can just pay to have access to my son. That was the most important thing. Not saying that she was denying the access, but right. it, would, it wouldn't create that issue, right? And so, one of the things that I did is every time I paid a check, I gave it to my son to give to his mom. So, as a Black boy, he one knew that his father was financially taking care of him, two, that if you had a child, you're going to have to do the same thing, right? And so, I tried to teach him by, by showing him. And I'll never forget that when we did go to court. I, I, and again, like Ty said, that, you know, the state owns. I had to file for custody, sue for custody. And I mean, I was labeled everything in that, that, that report, uh, you know, I was unfit father. Oh, yeah, man. I'm working in corporate America. I've never been in trouble with the law, have no record, never done drugs, you know, that type of thing. Um And so the, the, the lies that were told were the lies that were believed. The things that I said, the truth that I told was the lies that they believed, right? So they were lies coming from me. And so the whole system is set up like that. And again, I don't think that Black men have a problem in taking care of their children. I think that the laws need to be changed to understand that. And what I found that women sometimes think that the money that they receive from child support is the only financial support that they're getting, understanding that there's a formula. And so you have a certain amount that you need to be put in as well. And so you're just saying that you're living off of this, this cash lump sum for that month. You're not putting anything in. You know, you're just here. Well, I feed him. I do all this. Okay, still, I feed him and do all that when he's with me. So, again, I think we need to change the narrative. And one of the things that black men have done because we are quiet is we let the narrative be told by other people. Right. No, we so that. because we don't speak up and say anything, because when you start speaking of it, then, oh, you got a problem with taking care of your child. You don't want to get a job. That's not true. Nobody wants to be tied up in courses. When You look at Donald Trump, always appealing stuff. He got the money. Right. But a young brother that goes down there that goes and, and you take his license. Now he's not legit. You know what I'm saying? You take his license. You don't know who he is. Now he can't drive. He can't get a car. So all of these things start to to, to roll out of control. So my thing is this, give equal to both parts. If the woman can sit down and make the child with the man, then you need to share responsibility. If a woman is found to be lying about, cussed about the paternity of the father, she needs to go to jail. She needs to pay back every cent that the father paid that was child support, and if she received public funds, she needs to be her bank account needs to be levied, and she needs to not receive funds. Period. I think what that will do will stop the women having child children out of wedlock, not knowing who the father is. I read several stories years ago. A guy who was in, in prison uh, for 15 years, he came out the next day, he had to go back into jail because he was on a he had a warrant for his arrest for child support. The child was eight years old. He was locked up for 15 years. The judge said, I understand that you were locked up, but the law orders me to put you back in jail. That is absolutely wrong. That is absolutely wrong. So like Ty said, it's, it's, it's designed to do, to break up the family. And again, we have no problem in taking care of my son. I mean, my, my whole thing, my world was my child. I felt good being able to To provide for my child, but I want my child to know that i'm providing for me, so I just think that you know we hear these stories all the time, but I think the most important thing for people to understand and again we have to tell our story. We have no problem in taking care of our children and granted, one thing is that we do choose who we choose to lay down with and i'm not saying at that time it was a mistake, but you know we just couldn't come together and I had a child with the young lady at a time in my life where my mama just passed and I wanted something to love, right? So a lot of times, again, men suffer in silence. We feel like if we have one of our own to love us the way we want to be loved, that's the thing. But then when the court systems get involved and women can start manipulating and controlling you with the child, then we back off. We don't want to deal with it. So then that's when we become absent. But it's really hard to be in your child's life because the court system just says you have no rights. And this last point, when I did sue for custody and we went in, I went into court with more than I came out with. The judge told me that you get to visit your child every other weekend in these holidays. I said, with all due respect, Your Honor, I, don't, I visit people in jail and the hospital. The child that I have, I want to raise. And so this was a white woman trying to teach me, give me the rights to a Black young boy. And one of the things that I, and when I speak to my son now, he tells me that, you know, I, re- I remember you giving money to my mom. And then he said, I remember, one of the things he's, he's learned is that I told him never to use the N-word because you're more than that. And if somebody ever calls you that, you tell them I'm not that. I'm a young black boy growing up to be a, a productive black man. And so my son Girl. to this day thanks me Girl. for that because we got to stop calling the most disrespectful word in the English language. You know, they had rap song. And I'm sorry, I know this last point. And I was just thinking, are there, a really lot of songs, I'm saying, there are a lot of songs that this meant. Um, Beyonce. Um, I can have another you in a minute. Matter of fact, he'll be here in yeah. in, in a minute. Yeah. Um, scrubs. Um, yeah. Ain't nothing going on but the rent. I can yeah. go down. And yeah. If I was to make a rap song and talk about oh, you big as a whale and I don't want to see you no more. <laughs> oh, I'd be misogynistic. I'd be degrading women and all of that. But yeah. you can do it and it sells millions of records. Bugaboo. Yeah. The dude a bugaboo because he's just trying to get with you and take you out. Now I'm a Yeah. So it's, it's, it's so much to it. So all, all I'm saying, women, if, if you're listening, please just understand it. This is not complaining. But a lot of times men suffer in silence. We go through depression. And when you are depressed and you can't verbalize how you feel, because I recall, I recall coming up as a child, when I would hurt myself, my grandmother would say, stop crying. Don't cry like a little girl. Yeah. My finger, I just slammed it in the door and I can't even... It, it, outwardly show pain. So now I have to suck it up and keep it in. Guess what's going to happen? Now I'm going to come out with rage. Yep. teaching me how to have in rage inside and it's going to come out. That's why men turn to drugs, we turn yep. to alcohol, we turn yep. having multiple sex partners and then we turn to crime. And then when you get with the brothers who you think you have something in common with who do these things, you're going to be up to no good. So again, the single women that yeah. are raising these young boys to grow up and disrespectful to other women. I mean, anytime a, a young cat has a, hand tank it down. You can see his high parts of his draws. We've gone, we've come a long way. We have the long way to go. So I just think that um the child support thing, if the woman goes to jail for lying, I guarantee you that will stop all of this stuff.
0: Oh yeah, that that'll change the whole so, that'll change the whole the whole dynamic of it. So I got, so you I, got, just, I, got, I, got, you I got, got one more thing. What you gonna say, bro?
2: So I remember one time I was saving my money. I had about three thousand dollars in my savings account. Child support found out about it. They froze my account. And me and my grandma have a joint account because I help her with bills. They froze her account. Mm -hmm. So she can't use her credit card. I can't use my credit card. They telling me I got to pay like $1,700. So my grandma was just like, look, just go down there and just give them $17. I'm like, damn, I was saving my money. That's my money. She's like, why? And I'm like, why are they they freezing your account? Yeah. So I went down there and I was was explaining. I I called my child's mom and I remember... uh, and explaining, I was just saying, hey, listen, you know, they put a freeze on my account and she made a big deal about it. And I was just tired. I was like, you know, let me just go down there and just pay half of whatever they want. And I just kind of felt like, wow, man, it's kind of like, and you know, I was always told you never kick somebody when they down.
0: Yeah,
2: you just yeah. don't do that. There's certain principles. It's like you can't feel better about yourself, what you do and you expect good things to come your way. You can't have it. You can't expect whatever you feel as though you're doing to make yourself feel better. It's not going to help you in the long term.
0: Yeah. That's real. You
2: know what I'm saying? And when you have like this notion in your head that money is going to solve whatever your personal issues are, they're not going to solve them. Nope. Because guess what? You're still going to have it with or without money.
0: Yep. And yep.
2: they don't seem to understand that some of them.
0: All, all the money does is 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 false, it make you make you cover up those things that, that you that you've been wanting to cover up for the longest time. It, make, it makes it so that people can't see it.
2: Right. But you know, you know what the thing is, is though? I think that they everybody put themselves around this money thing. Like if we, we get this money, you know, it is I and I tell people we was all on the even playing field and if there was no money involved. How would you be? You because now you gotta now you gotta act yourself. Yep, you, gotta, you gotta be yourself. Yeah. And it's I'm, sad, man. Like bro, for that piece of paper, it blows my mind. It's crazy.
0: I mean, it, bro. I mean, that's that's just the nature of the country we live in. Capitalism—that is—that is what it is. Yeah. If if and if it drives anything, it drives our culture. It drives what what people, how people live, it drives how people think. It drives them to do things they shouldn't be doing. And you know, they, it, I gotta get this money. I mean, it, it it's very empty. It's an empty free. It's an empty way to live because it's it's nothing at the end of the, the end of the rainbow. You know what I'm saying? It's no no pot of gold over there. It's just empty. You know what I mean? No, I got more money. All money does is give you options. That's what it does.
2: No, it gives, it gives you, you and, and if you got habits, your habits, your habits become worse.
0: Exactly. I mean, that, when that's you all have all does. that money, that's only. And
2: I've been telling people, I said some people don't deserve to have all that shit. They no. just don't. No, they're They're going. They're they running into a brick wall because you you only enhancing your problems.
0: Pretty much. Pretty much. You know. Well, listen. We're gonna we're gonna do this. I, I, before we end this podcast, I want to ask the I want to ask the team this this question. How do we change the narrative? How we change the narrative, bro?
1: We have to do for ourselves. Again, you can't rely on the government. Again, we just talked about the court system, and the court system is basically just a collection agency. That's it. If we look at it as just a collection agency, we don't deal with the collection agency. But we've been trapped and forced through adhesion contracts to deal with the court system. You know, and again, I mean, I can go into it more, but I know you want to end it, Jimmy, but we have to do for ourselves, man, like to hell with voting for the government. We have to do away with what they're doing. We have to establish our own, our own families, our own communities, because we don't control our communities. We have to control our communities. Once we can control our communities, we can control the environment, the environment that our children are coming up in can change if we can control the environment. We don't have control over our environments outside of our household, and sometimes inside the household too. We don't have control over those environments either. No. But we have to get control over our environments. It has to start from there. Because the women, they are basing everything off of the images that they see, and that is our number one enemy right now. The images that are being portrayed on television, movies, social media about us. And that's our biggest fight right now, the images that are being portrayed. We're fighting them every day.
0: And I'll leave it right there, man. That's true, man, when we fight those images every day. T, what you feel, man? How do, you, how do we change the narrative?
2: Yo, shit.
0: I'm we sorry, messed man. up, right? We
1: messed
2: up, right? Yeah, because it's kind of like- We're messed up, yeah. You know, we, we, I, communication is key, but I feel like even with that now, it's just, they don't, it, It's it's, Community. I'm gonna say community. We have to we have to talk, we have to like we have to have sessions like this all the time. We have mm-hmm. to be, we have to allow, we have to have platforms like this so people can see this, mm-hmm. so that we can just change the whole dynamic of way how people think and view how we are. You know, I think we need to have that. Will it make people feel uncomfortable? Of course, but so what? This is the truth. The truth don't lie. We keep having these cycle problems over and over again. It's the same thing. It's the same thing. We have kids, we split up, you know. It's it's like the same cycle, and at some point we have to just break it and take heed to that. And we and like 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 Todd said, we got to start getting more active on our communities. Like you know, I always tell people, man, do you know who your state representative is where we live at? Mm-hmm. Start using, them. start making them your ally. You a good person. You work. You pay your tax to you do what you do. Let that be your ally. Start understanding what's around you in your community. But people don't do that though. They go, wait. Oh, we need to go down to the mayor. The mayor ain't got nothing to do with you doing well in this little vicinity you got. You go to your state representative, start knocking on them doors, you know, saying hello. But you know what? They don't want us to know. They don't want you to know who your state representative is. They don't want you to know that thing. You you have to attack on different levels. You start here, you go there, you go there, and start creating some noise. I tell you the time, anybody between the ages between probably like in their 20s, early 30s, they don't know who their state representative is. And it's fine. I get it. I'm not judging it. But it's just something I've always asked somebody, and they always tell me they don't know. But that's the important thing: we have to start being active in the community, getting things done. You know, we got to start from there. You know, because that's important. Making them start work. You know what I mean? You're right. That communication. Yeah,
0: that. I can. I can definitely dig it, bro. I can definitely dig Communication is key, man. Kelvin, brother Kelvin, you gonna you gonna end, end it out? How do we change the narrative?
3: Yeah, yeah, pressure. So so I think we have to uh, we change the narrative by being the change that we want to see, first and foremost. Um, like T said, we have to continue to have these forms, not as a, a complaining session, but as a session to just bounce ideas off of each other. One of my things is that, okay, we can hear about the problem, but I'm big on solutions, right? We have to focus on the solutions, um, be the change that we want to see. And I have a friend, she always says that if you want to go fast, go alone if you want to go far go together right mm-hmm. so we have to collectively start coming together to say that we're trying to go far don't take our eyes off the prize stay on message um and 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 bring women with us we just we want you there but we want to be in the front not to say that we're ahead of you but we're there to, to push things out of the way to make it easier for the women, right? So we have to, like you said, get back in our communities. One, I think that we need to go to the school systems and start volunteering in the school system because the education system, um, sure. that, is, that is the equalizer. A great education is the equalizer of this time. And So I think that we, we need to understand that when children start seeing Black men in the schools that love them and they care about them, and that softness will start to stop and then you know i think other brothers will come along with that too one of the things that i believe that we do is that we we, we seek each other out guys that think like us and sometimes i don't want to talk to the cats that's on the corner anymore you know what i'm saying because i don't want to have this going back and forth um and things like that but we have to be the change that we want to see and that's why I've, you know taking it uh, personal to become a, a leader lead by example and one of the things that i did is that i you know, I've never been a fan of the police department. Right. But as a community leader, one of the things that I wanted to do in, in the area where I live, I took a course that's called Citizens Police Academy because I wanted to understand. I didn't want to take my biases and pass them down to the younger generation. Right. Because you're not going to defeat that right there. But if we understand them and try to build a partnership, then maybe we can change the way our community is and improve the quality of life. Because I think that it's incumbent on black men right now to turn things around, 2022 2022 is gonna be our year. And so I think it's a year of togetherness, it's a a, a year of new start. I just want us to be the change that we wanna see. It's easy to talk about our experiences, but now we have to come with the solution. So be the change that we wanna see. And if we wanna go far, we have to all go together.
1: Jimmy, can I just real quick? Yeah, bro, for sure. Kelvin says something about the education. I always ask people, whose responsibility is it to teach black children? If it's our responsibility, we can't use their education system. Their education system is based on a 12-step program on how you respond to the bell. It's called classical conditioning. The bell rings, you go in school. The bell rings, you go to your next class. The bell rings, you go to lunch. It's to see how you respond to authority. It's a 12-step process that takes 12 years. That's crazy. That's their system. It's in place so that when you come out of their system, You can function in their society of labor. It's not built to educate our children on what we need. And I'm not knocking you, Kelvin, for saying that, but again, the education is key because you made the point, but the education Mm -hmm. is key. When our kids go to school, they're learning about things that they cannot bring back and apply to the family, their environment, their society, and their community. I, I mean, I don't understand why they have to still learn about Spanish and French. Mm-hmm. And we don't have no Spanish and French speaking people in our families. Most of us don't. I mean, we need to create our own educational system or learning system now more than ever because what's moving ahead is 10 years from now, everything is digital. Mm-hmm. They stopped writing in cursive, mm-hmm. right? But my son wants to learn cursive writing. He sees, yo, dad, I want to learn that. But they stopped doing cursive writing, they should be learning cybersecurity. IT, because that's what's moving forward and that's what's coming down the road. The school system is just a classical condition, 12-step process to see how you respond to the bell. And that's, that's the biggest part that we have to start at, the education. Yeah.
3: because you know what, Todd, And you're right, and, I, and, I, and I'm sorry, but no. you're right, but those six hours that they get in that school system, can't wait to what I can give them at home. Right. Exactly. So it doesn't matter. Whatever you learn there, I'm going to teach you life skills. That is my responsibility. And that's what I say collectively. School. I'm not trying to reinvent the wheel. We get that. I'm saying that whatever you learn there, I'm going to give you some other stuff so that you can apply to real life. And so I I agree with you on that. But uh, it's time for us to start teaching our kids, too, because they're not learning to pull their pants down in school. They're not learning to go right. sell drugs in school.
1: They're learning that in alcohol. Right. And yeah. the, one, the one last thing is, yes, it's our, it's our responsibility, but a lot of us don't have the education and knowledge to teach them. We got I mean, four kids, so feel. it starts with a few. That's true, a true, yes. But a lot four. of us, you know, once them kids come home, you know, mom and some pops is like, you do your <laughs> homework? <laughs> well, mm-hmm. I don't know what to do, man. Did, didn't you learn? What does the teacher show you in class? You don't know how to do this math? Mm-hmm. I don't know how to do this the new math. So, we have problems with that. I'm not we have problems with that you okay, know? We got
0: okay, but it's like the education that. system it's and the education that's, yeah. and that's. i mean that's real like both everything both both everything all three of y'all said was yeah, was education. definitely what what it is I mean from you know our educational system our community, our, our communication status, how we're communicating with each other, how we're talking with each other, all that is vital all that's important you know and you know I, I don't really want to end this but but I gotta end this podcast I know, now. Man. I know I look man look we're gonna have to do this again family oh, we gonna have to invite some other brothers yeah. on um this is I mean this was this was something that like I said a long time coming and mm-hmm. it, it was nothing but 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 fireworks <laughs> you know what I'm saying it's it, it was it was a day that that i I definitely have been looking forward to for a long time family and this is this is what it's about this is what this is really why me and Ty started the podcast why we wanted to yeah. bring brothers together to have this conversation so you know Kelvin. T, Ty, like, I love y'all. I appreciate y'all coming on tonight, night, giving your input, sharing your experience. I mean, it's hard to share our head, family. A lot of a lot of brothers don't, you know, we want to put on the front, like, you know, well, you know, we like this, we like that. Like, no, right. we, we we, were very honest and sincere about everything we said. And again, I'm going to give a disclaimer. This podcast was not about bashing women. It, no, was it, was. About, it was about us. It was really about everyone else learning more about our experience. You know, mm-hmm. learning more about what we experience on a day to day basis and, and, and the things we go through from our careers to our relationships to our children and, our, and court systems that we have to deal with. I mean, just uh, the whole gamut. So, you know, from the bottom of my heart, from the team, like, we really appreciate y'all coming on tonight and sharing. Um, I'm I'm over here just, just smiling from ear to ear. I can't stop smiling right now. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop smiling. But well, listen, family. Remember, you can call us with your comments and questions at 844-844-1244. Again, that's 844-844-1244. Also, email us at Podcast at gmail.com. Again, it's Podcast at gmail.com. It's J I M Y B O N D S podcast at gmail.com. Family, remember, we're still in the COVID-19 pandemic, so please, please, please wash your hands, wear masks, practice social distancing. I don't care what they say. I know they're trying to roll stuff back. I don't care. I ask y'all just to be safe out there. You know, tell your friends, tell your family that you love them because you never know when you get another chance. I'm Jimmy Bonds. You listen to the Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. I'm out. Peace. Fam, that's going to wrap the show. We want to thank you for listening to Jimmy Bonds Podcast on Philadelphia Radio. We ask you to leave your comments and questions at 844 844 1244. Again, that's 844 844 1244. You can also email us at Jimmy Podcast at gmail.com. Again, it's Jimmy Bonds Podcast at gmail.com. That's J I M M Y B O N D S Podcast at gmail.com. Now, remember, family, we are still in a COVID 19 pandemic, so please, please, please remember to wash your hands, wear a mask, and practice social distancing. Also, remember to take nothing for granted and value every opportunity you have with your friends, your family, and your loved ones. For in these times, every moment is sacred. So, until the next episode, you can find me on Goho Road, screaming, Stay up, don't sleep in your dreams. I'm Jimmy Bonds, and I'm not. I'm